The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley building in Santa Cruz, California. Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh God. Yo, do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO Mellow Grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. Oh, this smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO, you only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> Damn it, I screwed it up. This episode of the Driving While Awesome podcast is brought to you by RadForSale.com, the only auction site entirely focused on the Radwood era. Have something to sell? They are now accepting your 80s and 90s cars, trucks, and motorcycles for auction on Rad for Sale. Have a Fox Body Mustang, Integra GSR, or Kawasaki Ninja? Those are great. They're also looking for excellent Radwood era parts and gear, like wheels, seats, apparel, ephemera, and more. So it's time to start going through the garage. Rad for Sale is a visually appealing and informative auction site with interesting and unique features while focusing completely on our favorite era of the automobile, the Radwood era. Join them at radforsale.com. Offtherecord.com. Fight those tickets. If you don't win, you don't pay. All you have to do is download the app, snap a photo of your ticket, answer a few questions, get matched to an experienced lawyer, and you won't pay for the ticket. Enter code AWESOME to get a nice discount. Check, check. This is the DWA Podcast. Welcome. My name is Warren. I'm Lane. I am Art. I don't know what that was. I was a lazy robot running out of batteries. <laughs> <laughs> Art has a headache. He's kind of sad, but he is in the. He's recording from his E30, yeah, which is cool. It's, it's, How do you do that while driving? That's hard to do. Yeah, well, they're autonomous now. You know, I just uh, <laughs> feel like you yeah. need a green screen in the back with like oh, stuff yeah. going back at the wrong speed or, not, or whatever. Like or the old style where it's like you could see the film kind of moving around and jumping up and down. It's like all uh, yeah, shaky. exactly. That's kind that of funny helps. too that you choose to sit in the driver's seat of the E30, but in the high end you always sit in the passenger seat. yeah i oh. actually th there's a reason behind it and i'll show you why oh, great you want to see why yeah. thank you thank you Thanks. for sorry being guys <laughs> sorry everyone <laughs> my car uh, cover is in the passenger seat oh those oh, are hard shit. to move yeah it's too much work dude <laughs> you don't have a forklift there do you <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna move that thing. That's right. Uh, it's like yeah. you know. It's it, it, these things are especially. This I thought one, maybe like a box with a wheel in it or something. You know, a oh, like something oh, heavy. Right. It's like one of those things where like you pick it up and it starts to spill out from everywhere. And like mm -hmm. I just didn't want. I don't like to drag it because it touches my paint. And then like you know, where do I put it? Then like, is it the back? I'm so glad you know? my car is past the nice paint stage. Like I can throw that car cover on as long as I give it a little. Uh, Dusting. Uh, I don't give a yeah. shit anymore. Put a little sandpaper on, dust on it. Mister freaking yeah. out. The cats are on his car with the car cover on Ooh. it. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm I'm worried the cats are scratching the car cover. Oh, you want? Oh, I see. It. The damage is. The, He's you're concerned about the, the car, cover. car cover. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I don't want the car cover to get damaged. That's, <laughs> the car that's a. That's a. Weird. I'm gonna sign that and put it on Rad for sale. It's <laughs> a relic. Mm -hmm. um, all right. Well, how are you guys doing? Hanging in there. I'm yeah. doing all right, man. Did you, guys, did you guys see that cool stereo that was uh, asked about? Someone asked about selling on Rad for Sale yesterday? No. No. Dude, it's like, uh, 
it's so weird. It's a stereo video entertainment system. So it's like wait, uh, is this someone we know? I don't know. Oh Why? well, I know of someone that has this uh, a TV, a black and white TV stereo for this a car. Is like from- this, dude. It's like a three inch little yes. TV. Like a CRT yeah. little thing. Person. Huh. It's Ali. This is not Ali who had it. What? Yeah. Where did it come through? I remember when Ali bought that actually. Uh yeah. I think now. Um but it uh it was uh DM to Rad for Sale last night, I believe. Unbelievable. If but, there's another person out there, well by the way, we'll definitely accept it. But yeah. It is so <laughs> Where's the comps the on that thing? Like how do you find out how much it's worth? It doesn't matter. The the one Ali has comes with this fucking magnifying cup thing you yeah. put over the screen so it goes from a, a one inch screen to like a three inch wow Dude, this one is in the box um so and... is ali's are you sure it's not ali dude his name's not the person's name is not ali so maybe it's some alter ego let me see right here I'm, okay oh, it's heel heel toe automotive oh that's probably is him it? is it is he saved oh. the heel toes okay <laughs> he is not ali's little heel t- it does not have ten thousand followers <laughs> ali's little um, oh the, it was the pictures disappeared it's one of those ones so oh, you can't I see. see them now oh dang but it was really cool a little i swear it had a picture of a lady doing jazzercise too nice. like that was the like example of it dude on top of that his has an input on the front marked vcr whoa so Dude, so you can sick. go. So, so you, you you play your your VCR thing, or you bring it. How do you do it? Is it portable? Like you you bring the VCR no, along? It, it's like yeah, a yeah, stereo. You, you it's a single. The, you dig. bring the VCR along, and you have yeah. it plugged into your car charger. <laughs> you oh, watch yes. it on a three on a two inch little monitor, <laughs> black and white. <laughs> that's that's amazing. So, it's, what car would would fit this best, or what what would this what car is like the best fit? You have this really cool weird stereo TV. I think thing. it's like. Fox body or something like some American American yeah. eh, maybe maybe something more luxurious a 91 yeah. Mercury Grand Marquis perhaps uh that's sitting there so it is bad. yeah there you go it right. is old um, or I mean I guess SEC or uh, W126 this is too chintzy like you need some you need a bigger CRT is that or, or would it be okay in there no this is not this is more Americana oh, okay. feeling to me than like High end mm. audio. Gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, it is yeah. very. It has that squared off silver look. It's silver squared off, kind of like the Nissan. Yeah. Um, yeah. That Maxima, like the entertainment, you know, right? The stereo and that has yeah. that look to it. So it's got like the luminized finish kind of look. Is that what you're yeah, saying? and very small little buttons and stuff. Obviously, everything's tiny. It has a nice. freaking TV in it. It's like the. Porsche nav system. You know? Oh, okay. Yeah, I was thinking but more like thousand SEL, but then you guys keep talking about how tiny the thing is, right? Like uh, the the yeah. screen. So I'm gonna shout out to uh, this account and see if I let them know that you heard about it on Dragon Ball Awesome. But uh, just <laughs> check out Instagram, just cassette. It's such a rad account, dude, and it's all vintage audio, but it's mostly 80s and 90s audio. And the guy collects like all sorts of like mini disc players and like, you know, uh, and of course Walkman and uh, all the variants that came out, came about like uh, record players cool. and all kinds of shit. But this would be right up this guy's alley. Um, you should check it out. It's, it's super cool. And like, I mean, it's interesting because like a lot of this stuff was sort of like, kind of like it fell by the wayside at some point And like a lot of it was discarded, but like this guy is like now collecting all this stuff. And I imagine a lot of it will be valuable. Like, cause he has like very Dude, rare, like, yeah, 
unique stuff like he's got like some like the sports walkman remember like we've seen people walk around with those that are like waterproof and yeah, the yellow it, ones yeah. the yellow ones that have like detachable I never, speakers i never could afford one but yeah those yeah, are really cool like detachable speakers and all kinds of crazy stuff i'm looking at it right now so i just found it online it's it's the exact same one that ali has um it the brand is mustang just Ooh, want to throw that out there okay. this was not mustang it was like mustang Dude, it was really the Mustang um, TV stereo, car stereo. Can you share that TV stereo? I just us? looked it up right now. Yeah, Mustang TV car. I mean, stereo. I'll find it. I, I'm looking out on my my desktop. So oh, no, sure it's coming up. I, I feel like this stuff. thing, the brand was called like just stereo. It wasn't even the brand. wasn't even a prominent thing. Well, I, I imagine this is probably not like. I bet you they just threw Mustang on there as like a American branding thing, but. Um, it is pretty rad looking in person. It's not quite as uh, high quality as this, but yeah. they have a period uh, advertisement for it when it was new, two ninety nine ninety five. Like that was kind of expensive for yeah, whatever dude. year this was. Oh, dude, this thing is super really, cool, man. I see it yeah, now. Early eighties. Yeah. That's so rad. Whoa, there's like an Auto Week <laughs> thing on it, right? Is this the one you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, that's the Auto Week thing. So that's the magnifying glass on it. Yeah, uh, that that's uh, optional. <laughs> so. And then um, you can adjust the brightness and contrast and stuff. What about it's tracking? So Where's the tracking? I know, right? Where the fuck is the tracking? Dude, this thing's super yeah, so cool. Wow. I don't know what a comp is for it, but that's exactly it. Two, um, okay, made in see. Japan. Made in Japan. Two ninety. Okay, so that's uh, so they actually do adjust for inflation in this particular article, but that was back in 2014. $738 in 2014 money. So a thousand dollar stereo. Yeah, let's see what. Yeah, pretty legit. That's it's so cool, man. Wow. They're saying that it would have been great for a Zimmer Quicksilver, which is the oh, worst car ever made. Interesting. What about worse than an Excalibur? They're right and the same. What one is the one that? What is the yeah, one that was based yeah. on the Fiero? Oh no, what not Fiero? The uh, the remember that? Uh, yeah, Fiero. Is it? They're, Fiero. they're all Fiero. Oh, okay. Is it the Zimmer Quicksilver? I'll look it up right now. I think yeah, so. They're, they're Super awful. wedgy front end. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's it, Art. Oh, that one? Yeah. yeah. Zimmer Quicksilver. Yeah. Is so gross. So gross. So, um, yeah, Excalibur's worse, probably. I could this see is... it in like a, um, I don't know. The cars I'm thinking already have cool kind of period stereos. So it has mm. to be something that didn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, like the like Chrysler's all had the talking stuff that was hooked up to it, right? So you don't want to replace them. Oh right, right. Yeah, I'm thinking just like a Lincoln Mark Four. Oh right, <laughs> whatever right. the yeah. whatever the early '80s Lincoln uh, Mark Six or whatever. I don't know what Mark it is. Uh, Lincoln Mark. I mean, this Mark this Ruffalo. is probably not the answer everyone wants to hear, but I I feel like it would probably be better off in a boat. Doesn't doesn't it feel like kind of a boat? Thing? Oh, like a, so you want a Donzi? Yeah, yeah, a Donzi with a flat bottom, you know. Oh, flat a flat-bottom boat? Come on, dude. <laughs> How are you going to walk around in anything but a flat-bottom? Come on, guys. Come on, guys. So speaking of Ali, I went and had lunch with uh, Ali and uh, Nick Corta, of our, our buddy from Beeline Coffee fame, uh, last week, two weeks ago. I can't remember now. But um, he was showing me this, this exact tape deck, which I told him definitely put it on Rad for Sale because yeah. I think it'd be awesome. It'd totally. have to be. No reserve, of course, but it's it's so cool. Yeah. It's a very weird thing. Um, yeah. I feel like I saw it. I feel like Ali had it in the back of his car and showed it to me at Alice's once. 
Oh, that That's sounds an all, like an Ali move. Like pops the trunk. Hey, come over here. Yeah, yeah. Check this out, Larry. Check this out. Congrats to Ali. Somehow he was uh, reading our minds and bought a Honda Cub Super Cub uh, motorcycle. Super Cub. Yep. Um, in rad, you know, Honda livery somehow out there in the world. But uh, I can't wait to see that thing in person. Seems like a cool little barge around bike. Pretty sweet. Um, yeah. What else? Uh, what else is going on in your guys' neck of the woods, huh? I saw Art did some wheel things, tire things. Yeah, did some wheel things, tire things. So finally got tires, uh, the ones that I had been talking about for a long time, <laughs> and uh, had them mounted and balanced and installed. Uh, and, you know, basically use the adapters. And, of course, like, I did this, like, super late at night because, you know, that's the only time I had, like, um, you know, I had the tires mounted and balanced during the day, obviously, when I when I had a sliver of time to do it. But um, I didn't get a chance to really put the car in the garage and to do it till way later. And I was kind of just going through the motions and forgot to take pictures of the process and how the I had mentioned that I wanted to like take pictures of how the adapters worked because they have that one weird little, you know, thing. Um, and because it's a two piece system, <laughs> uh, but um, I'll probably end up like you know having to um, snug them up again and everything after a drive, but. But yeah, dude, it, the 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 wheels fit perfectly. The 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 fitment is really really nice. I'm super stoked on it. So um, the wheels are 16 by eights, and uh, the tires are 225, 45, 16 Yokohama AO 52s. I have not really driven on them except for moving the car around in the driveway and taking a couple pictures at night. But I'm really happy with the fitment. It it worked out really well. Um, I had mentioned this in a story before, but the the adapters came with like standard lug nuts and um they you know just like a lug nut that you would see an open-ended lug nut anywhere um but the wheels you know being like an aftermarket wheel um have a very shallow like or a very narrow i should say um hole for the actual lug nut hole lug nuts or lug bolts the diameter is really small. the diameter diameter is small so like i couldn't fit the 19 millimeter socket over them once they were flush like you know i couldn't get in there so i had to get like smaller like two what they call like a tuner lug nut or lug nuts or sorry lock wheel locks or whatever depending on how you want to call them um and oh uh, so they're like wheel locks so so that you go in with like the the little cheese grater thing that fits on the face right yeah yeah so it's a special type of of, of key yeah. that only fits those and so um so basically effectively every single lug nut is a, a lock right a wheel, that lock, yeah. a wheel lock that requires the key uh which is you know sounds like a pain in the ass but one key fits every single one right so uh but they're way narrower and then also the the, the key um is is very has a very thin wall so it fits super easily and like you know that that basically made it a breeze to install them uh but yeah they worked out great everything went pretty smoothly except for one fucking thing uh dude i like i spent 45 minutes on this so um there uh there's uh, I, I mentioned it's a two-piece system right so and they require um they're like a socket head which requires an Allen, um, an Allen key to, 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 to tighten. And those socket head bolts are the ones that hold the adapter to the hub. Uh, and then you use standard, you know, lug nuts to hold the wheel to the, to the adapter. And, uh, you know, they have to be tightened pretty snug, you know? So, uh, but yeah. you know, uh, I, I, I didn't have the right type of Allen key. Like it's just a thick, straight, like short stubby one. Those are the ones that you use to, to torque 
something like 80 to 90 foot pounds, you know, without it breaking off. I had the long ones that, you know, that, that also, um, attached to a ratchet or to a whatever, to, a yeah, to a ratchet or anything. And, um, but the tip on these is, this is very, very specific, but they have like that rounded tip where that's designed to go in at an angle. Yeah. Go at angles. Yeah. yeah and so, kinda. yeah, but because of that, they kind of taper, you know, and, and anyone who has yeah. seen these before will know what I'm talking about, but that's a weak point. So of course the fucking head sheared perfectly off inside and like, and, and, um, and on top of that, like, not only did it shear, but it wedged in there as I was as I was torquing it. Perfect. And so, dude, I tried. I literally spent forty five minutes, like everything, like little tiny screwdriver, flatheads, like my little sunglass screwdrivers. Uh, I tried a magnet, and like just like it was the most frustrating thing in the world, dude. Like I, I was able to get all th- uh, the other three done. Came back to it, and I finally figured it out. And uh, it was like one thirty in the morning, and I'm like, ah, uh, but yeah. um, you know, stuff like that. You know, what always the weird, unexpected shit. But, um, but at yeah, oh, at the end of the day, though, I'm super stoked on it. I I I, I did a lock to lock wheel to make sure there was no rubbing. There was a little bit of rubbing on the fender liner, so I'm gonna, um, I'm probably gonna trim it a little bit, and then I'll go actually drive it and um, and push it a little bit and see how how everything feels. But but yeah, dude, it's, I think it looks really, really good. Um, you know, it's exactly the look that I was going for both from, um, like a fitment standpoint, like in terms of like how far they stick out in the wheel. Well, um, I, the, the spacers are staggered. Uh, the rears are 25 millimeters. The fronts are twenties, uh, you know, because of the way that the hubs sit on these cars so that it, it fits pretty flush. Um, and also I have like just, uh, you know, about, uh, the front has about, a. I'd say about a, a quarter inch of like uh, wheel or fender gap in the rear has about the same. So it, it's, it's pretty, pretty solid. I'm, I'm pretty happy with the results. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Surprised you haven't posted any pictures of the car with the wheels on. I, I did post, one. I posted one on, on, on Radwood last night and it was kind of like a, uh, I, I was really curious and like I got some, I, didn't see I, I got some, some feedback. So, um, I, you know, it's pretty standard you, to take the stickers you off of your this tires. Warren? So, it's a typical no. art question. He's yeah, like, so keep tire so, stickers on. Yeah, so you know, like um, tires have stickers on the tread, right? When you buy them, uh, uh, and like, and um, I of course you usually take them off. It's it's super easy. I already took them off, but but um, yeah. years ago, and I, I guess I could have given some context, but I was you know it was like I posted like at one thirty in the morning, and I just kind of threw up whatever. But um, years ago, um, this this racer that I met um, at Sonoma. He somehow like I, I don't remember how it came up, but I think he, he was about to go out on track and like it was like for a Formula 1000 race and he had the stickers on the tires and I'm like, you're not going to pull those off. And he's like, no, you never pull them off. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, that's bad luck. And so like he had a superstition that you always leave the tire stickers on and you, and they come off very quickly, obviously, you know, like it takes a, qu- yeah. a quarter of a lap. They disintegrate, you know, they fall apart. And so I asked him the thing of like last night, just stupidly, I'm like, like do you guys leave the tire stickers on your tires you know and it was just a picture of the wheels on in the car and 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 i had aligned the stickers um accidentally totally like without even thinking um so they're both visible and they're both at the same exact spot from the back uh but everyone's like oh my god no what you're littering and like that's stupid and it's like leaving the bananas on your car and i'm like thinking like well they like they disappear like in 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 a mile you know so (laughs) it's not like leaving the challenger bananas on your splitter but um 
it's just a, a little thing, you know, like, it, and, and I looked it up and I remember finding other, other people saying the same thing. It was like the superstition that you always leave the stickers on your brand new tires and just really? let them, and then let them come off. Yeah. But I think it's a racer thing only. Um, uh, yeah, but I, yeah, it's, it's just a dumb thing. I actually took them off and I took a picture of them fanned out on, like, like, uh, and I'll probably post something later, but, um, you're yeah. so silly. Yeah. Actually at Lloyd's tires in Santa Cruz, which have been here for 70 years, they always kept a sticker ball going, so they would just keep slapping the stickers on a big pile, and it turned into like a ball the size of a freaking car. It was huge, and I don't know what they would end up doing with it, but um, it was always kind of interesting to see. It didn't take very long either, because I mean, really? obviously they're doing you know dozens of tires a day, and yeah, it's kind yeah, of I remember that thing. It reminds me of like the Gum Alley in San Luis Obispo or oh, something. Oh, like yeah, that, right? exactly. It's one of those a rubber band ball. Kind rubber of. band ball. Rubber that's band what I was ball. thinking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. You ever see a rubber band ball? Rubber bands put around a watermelon? No. Does it like uh, tear into it, it or something? Well, eventually it squeezes it, so it's like, you know, getting taller and then it explodes oh, oh like you just wrap them around the center a lot you just put one after another yeah, yeah. after another over the center yeah and so gotcha. it, eventually it'll it'll explode and ah, it's cool. a it's a good youtube uh you know, a fun afternoon you guys want to come over later and dude I'm that down. sounds like a great idea uh, i'm down it sounds like a good way to entertain the kids maybe and just let them sit over there in the corner for a while yeah uh, exactly get some goggles speaking and of arts uh, photos i have to call them out on something yeah. Oh. Uh, it doesn't. It. It's not car related, but he posted a picture of his daughter on the beach in Tahoe the other day. Yeah. Uh -huh. And he did the most heavy-handed uh, airbrushing I've ever seen. Yeah, there was airbrushing. Sorry, not airbrush, but Edit. basically, high, you know, yeah. Oh. Like dodging. This is very uh, heavy-handed dodging. Here. Yeah. It's well, gnarly, dude. There's like a halo around her. Dude. This is another thing I didn't see. God damn it. So yeah, it was. It was. And, and Lane knows because it was like you're shooting in the middle of the day and where the sun is, you know. So like she would have yeah. been like she would have been like black. You couldn't even see her, yeah, right? Yeah. So, I got you. but yeah, I actually I was like you know like I I wanted to post a picture of something and that was like the only decent one I got. But yeah, thanks Lane, thanks for but the call. But I know how Art's mind works too. <laughs> I know how Art's mind works, and he usually wouldn't do that. So like that's why I had to call him out. Dude. For sure, like, yeah, yeah. It was definitely one of those things. Keep him honest. You yeah. you notice now he'll think twice when he tries. Well, he to always thinks like five times, anyways. Like you know, know, art's a very art gets very um, art sees. Yeah, art sees. No, yeah. and this and this is fine. And I think it goes both ways, right? Lane is the same way. We're both like super meticulous about our photos. So like, <laughs> if I find like if something is misaligned or something, I'll be like, why did you do that? Or or like even yeah. in the, like I'm surprised you didn't call out on the post last night. Um, on the Radwood and there's a little oil stain in the left if you look oh. at and Lane hates little oil like he's like just fucking edit that out uh, so if you look yeah. towards the back or the bottom right corner I should say of the photo there's a little oil stain there and it, and I could have just dabbed that and it would have disappeared and I didn't do it yeah. I, I just I was obviously super lazy but um, yeah Anyways, yeah, I can't wait to drive this thing. You guys will see it. I, I, I'm so stoked on the way it looks, dude. I think it looks so fucking good. Um, it, it just looks so beefy, and the wheel design yeah. matches so well with the car. It's like a period correct wheel and everything. It's, oh, I mean, it came a little after, like '92 or whatever. But, um, and the center caps are cleaned up. Yeah, center caps are on. Um, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll try to get some photos later today in, the, in in the sunlight or in the daylight, I should say, not in the sunlight. Um, and uh, it's. I, I was actually going to take a picture of like the wheels, the original basket weaves, like, you know, side by side so you could see the width too. Like, cause it, it is, you know, uh, 
it's I'm going from a 195 to a 225, and it, it's funny how skinny the 195s look next to him. So, um, it's you know just, but when yeah, it's, that's it, huge. That's old yeah. school Wham style. Yeah, it's yeah. Wham always rock 225s. Yeah. It's beard correct. And you're though, 16. Right? The, the 195. You're 16, right? 16s. Yeah, and so that's that's the thing that, you know, some people think that 16s. You hear the number and it sounds big for an E30, but it's all about the wheel design, right? It's it it has to do with the face and like. And, well, um, these are a wheel that basically looks small because it, it's a three-piece design too. Yeah, so exactly. You like I I I do think that like when people have five spokes and they're sixteens on an E30, it's too big looking. It looks like you yeah, know, like a simple yeah. five spoke. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Or like a spindly wheel, right, with thin spokes yeah. that go. And if it's mm-hmm. a flatter face too, like if there's too no much lip. empty, too much empty space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So these, as you said, yes, because they're three piece, this the the face is smaller in diameter, and then the lip kind of there's a lip portion that's uh, it goes behind it, and then it actually flares out to actually build to to form kind of like the the flat portion that comes out. So um, yeah. yeah, that definitely makes a big difference. But um, cool. But now I have no, like it looks good. I want to <laughs> see. Uh, I want to see like a nice three quarter shot. And yeah, see what yeah. It really Same. looks like you know. Same I'll here. do it and I'll hail, I'll like fucking like dodge the shit out of it for you. So like yeah, um, put it but do Dutch angle and just, oh yeah, totally yeah. Just mess like, it up for me. Please. Like Sharkworks. Uh, what's up, Sharkworks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah um, he's all about that angle. Yeah. Uh, what the hell was I gonna say? Yeah. The only, the other thing though now that is like gonna be crazy highlighted. Um is that now I have like super sticky rubber and like stock brake pads. Like that's good. I mean, they were already like pretty terrible. Like now this is going to be really like emphasized. So that leads to the next thing. It's like, shit, well, do I go ahead and do the RX-7 like like brake upgrade now? Like, you know, the parts are out there. I just need to find them. Or do I just get like sticky pads for now? Like I'm like trying to figure that out, like what the next steps. It's kind of wasteful to just buy pads for this if I intend on, you know, upgrade them anyway so like i'm thinking of just yeah. finding the right setup it's just i'll be very honest i fucking hate bleeding brakes <laughs> and you know like yeah, changing calipers sucks. it's like shops can do it for you i know that's probably the best way to do it yeah because even even when i do it with the the freaking bleeder like there's always you know there's just always Dude, little things yeah easy easy one um Cool, dude. Well, that's rad. I I uh, look forward to seeing it, and um, I'm sure it'll transform the way that thing grips. Yeah, grips and rips. Rippy. Um, let's How see. about you, Warren? Any on. project updates? No, sadly not. I'm just kind of uh, been haven't been getting the car out enough to have any real updates. I need to make an, uh, an effort. Yeah. People have been asking about the next morning motors, so we need to plan that, and then uh, maybe a lunching while awesome too. But um, oh, and the rally. We're talking about doing the uh, rewind. Yeah, Sierra yeah. We rewind. won't uh, we won't say the dates yet. About but, three um, months out. I think it's getting close to a time where we can let our patrons know and figure some stuff out. So, yeah, that's what's going on. But excited to see uh, what happens with that. Everything looks good as far as, uh, you know, things are lightening up out there in the world. Well, in our so, neck of the yeah, woods, but, at least, yeah, it seems like some areas of the country are experiencing re- uh, surge and whatnot. But that's, I think, because oh, really? they're less careful, <laughs> and there's yeah, also maybe. the lack of uh, vaccination adoption and all that too, which is another thing. I will say that I took a walk from down to the boardwalk area the other night with my family, and uh, we like 
stepped inside the boardwalk grounds and then immediately i was like we need to leave <laughs> um and i'm did not ma- very like have- i'm not COVID, i'm like not covid crazy at all but uh did you have masks on yeah of course you yeah. have to wear a mask to go in there but oh, i see um they have guards at every um yeah boardwalk is admission free and then you pay to go on rides essentially so but every entrance they have like a guard standing there and they have like a, and a sign that says you have to wear a mask and it's limited capacity and all this stuff. So, um, but we walked in uh, over by the, um, kind of the giant dipper, the log rad. And, uh, right away it was just like, dude, it was so crowded <laughs> and the line for like, I'm, I'm guessing like half the food places are open. The line for food is like crazy. There's just people everywhere. And these look like, COVID spreaders. <laughs> they, 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 <laughs> well, the boardwalk is. Uh, it's not saying it's, they're not from here. They're from like the, I don't know, whatever. But yeah. It's, yeah, uh, the boardwalk is that uh, moth to a flame mm-hmm. uh, of certain people. And that's yeah. what makes uh, people watching typically so good oh, there. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's borderline. Yeah, the tall can. It's, because, yeah. Yeah. Uh, borderline carny, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So I think that's the I mean, obviously it's a mix of everyone, but that's you do get yeah. that. Uh, I I I feel you though. Like it's weird. Um, so I was um at my sister in law's wedding the, over the weekend, and you know it was a very small like private thing. Just you know they they wanted to get married, and it's they they had been pushing it out and whatever. And so um it was just a very small group of people, and even then like being around like total strangers with no masks around like you know like i didn't ask any questions you know but like everyone was like i guess you know the the whole thing was that everyone that was there was already vaccinated by the way i had my second vaccine on april 1st um and um and so that was part of the whole deal is like making sure everyone that was going to be there was going to be vaccinated (laughs) one of them was not but she actually got covid last year so um apparently like you know antibodies or whatever so we're just kind of you know it was questionable um but yeah it's totally weird just like you know just hanging out with no masks with with people you don't know again you know it's like it's it's a trip um now i mean i know you're talking about being masked but even just crowds right it's is a is a is a foreign thing for a bit here uh, Dude, it's like masks can only help so much right these people like and there's people eating everywhere so they're right. obviously not wearing masks like but for the most part people are masked up but it's just like you could not walk through there without being like and there's lines for the rides and you know I yeah know. you're supposed to stay three feet or six feet you know whatever but people were in line there it's this is not happening you know yeah i went to dinner last night and it was just a place where you walk up to a counter and order but there's indoor seating and dining as well and it's really close to the line and so we have to wear masks to walk up and order but then there's people eating right next to us without masks (laughs) like what they're like spitting as they eat and stuff right yeah they're just fucking yelling and hawking loogies at warren coughing yeah exactly yeah but so here's here's a fun one um you know this this is this gets borderline political but you know I, i i was talking to someone who was saying like they're in south florida and um and we're talking about radwood and events and stuff and where we're gonna be and uh or where we're trying to go this year and uh this guy's like oh just just come come down here man come to southern florida like no one gives a shit like covid's bullshit like you know just um you know we had a boat show here last week it was fucking great you know there was masks at the door (laughs) but as soon as we went in everyone took them off we all had a great time no one got sick you know it's fine (laughs) i'm like like, yeah exactly 
Like, but he's a doctor, right? Oh yeah, yeah he's uh, the he's a doctor for sure. Well, I saw that uh, the good guys had a huge show in Texas, and yeah. uh, so apparently, if you're into um, you know '50s and '60s cars, you won't you can't get COVID, which is nice to know. Doesn't yeah, happen. if you're if you're over the age of 65, for sure. Yeah, yeah. that's those that that, sort of that population doesn't get it. They don't get sick no, from it. It's totally fine. <laughs> Totally fine. Um, how much longer till the next F1 race? <laughs> 18th, right? April 18th? Two, um, one and a half weeks, right? Or a little, yeah. Ten, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I know, Definitely. dude. Three weeks, man. They To start the season, I wish they would have, like, planned it a little They needed the back-to-back race at the same venue, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, well. Sterian Grand Prix. Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. They're bringing the, the Conquest back. Starion. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've been re- I, it's funny. We talked about this a little bit last time, like just trying to like stay on top of other happenings and other news in Formula One between races. And like, um, you know, it's just a lot of like speculation and like, you know, and people keep talking about how like, like Mercedes is basically being very, very like, like upfront about like having a car that is, that is basically, you know, inferior to the Red Bull car. Like they, like, because the the way that they changed the um the aerodynamics on the floor like really impacted them the most because they're a, a flat oh. like a the, the way that flat car they're yeah rake the the way that they they race you know um their setup is basically level versus Red Bull which has a, a little bit of rake right like forward rake and so the rear yeah the rear diffuser uh, situation and the side um whatever you call it the what the fuck are they called? The sides? <laughs> I can't remember. Strikes or, or uh, sorry, the floors. Yeah, the, the floors on uh, the sides. Yeah, like they, yeah. the way that they tapered them in and changed them. Like basically, yeah. they're less affected by this. So, same thing is going on with um, Aston Martin, right? Because they had you know, yep. the, the same concept. Yeah, I saw a, I saw a stat like it was um, how far the teams are were off from last year, and it's like Mercedes and Aston Martin were both two seconds off, mm-hmm. where the average team was like a second and a half off, and then mm-hmm. Ferrari was only. 30 seconds off i believe or something like that because ferrari had but ferrari needed to improve a lot right yeah um uh but yeah the the mercedes and the astons were both affected exactly the same but that that put mercedes like level with with red bull or a little bit behind red bull yeah and uh. it put aston like way down yeah you know? did you ever I, were, I i i can't remember you mentioned ferrari and like I remember looking up at the time when they, you know, remember there was this weird kind of obscure thing that happened with the engine, with the power unit or whatever. And like, um, that's why they started basically falling way behind because they they did something illegal. It was rectified. So it was with the oil. It was like using the oil. I forget what so, exactly yeah, so I, I, I looked it up again, and I found something about fuel pressure. Um, so I don't know if, like, it was ever officially disclosed because it sounds like the specifics are definitely... Yeah, the specifics were definitely kept secret, right? Like of that yeah. of that deal. And and my understanding is that it actually was Mercedes who called them out. Like uh and that's actually what 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 led to that issue to to them being Yeah, I think uh I think Red Bull might have had something to do with it as well. Oh, really? But uh, but, but it seems yeah. like yeah, I mean they the they they they're definitely they've improved significantly, right? Um so Uh-huh. Yeah, I think they yeah, they found all that power or something. They might have been able to. Yeah, I, don't, I, I thought it was something to do with the oil, and I don't know. It's one of those things. Like everyone was kind of, they were kind of pissed because they never really told. They like basically told Ferrari to stop doing this, like slapped them on the wrist, but never really, yeah, reprimanded them or 
told yeah. anyone else what it was. Well, it's 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 very strange too because Ferrari has like a unique status in Formula One, right? Like they they actually yeah. I don't know if you know this, Wham, but they get paid. I want to say something like $40 million a year just to stay in the sport and Ferrari because they're, you know, because they're, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They have the pedigree or whatever, you know, and they're part of, they're they're so, yeah, they're so part of the, of the, of the brand that they basically keep them on board that way. So they get this crazy, like additional, uh, bonus, if you will, for, for staying on board and they get all this like special treatment as where, as Lane is saying, like, you know, in this case, like they basically got to negotiate a deal with the FIA and the other teams to not disclose what they were doing, uh, publicly. And, um, I think they paid some fine and, um, and then they just continue racing, you know, as is obviously with, with way less power and that, Totally yeah, and the other the teams season, are but... pissed too because they actually weren't really the other teams weren't told exactly what happened or anything either. Yeah, it's, it should almost yeah. be the opposite where Ferrari uh, gets nothing because they have such high revenue from their uh, clothing and yeah. all the other branding stuff that uh, it's interesting they do it that way. I could see maybe back when they were not benefiting from that kind of stuff as much, but man, they're like a huge brand. I don't know where they rank against you know, someone like Mercedes in revenue, but it's definitely more than Aston Martin or whatever. I remember a few team. years ago, Ferrari made more on their like licensing deals. So like clothing yeah. and stuff like that than they did on their cars. I guarantee you know, it. Like right? Way more. That's, yeah. Yeah. Cause they can sell shirts to every single country and they can only sell, you know, 5,000 cars or whatever yeah. in the world. So yeah, I don't know how much that changes with like, obviously they build more cars than they did. 20 years ago right right this is like 10 years ago that i remember that stat coming out yeah yeah it's like 20 years ago i can see that being a fair deal but man now it's it's that's rough yeah yeah and their stock too in general is like has always been up and to the right since they like since they ipo'd um you know of course it you know it's a little as all stocks are you know it's a little uh, ziggy line where it goes up and down but if you look at the overall trend it's like it's always i mean it's it, I think it when it IPO'd, it was somewhere around forty bucks, and like, you know, I, last I checked, it was like well over two hundred dollars. But you know, not a drastic change in that in that time frame. But like, you know, it's steady. You know, it's steadily growing too. Yeah, so dude. they have qu- right. quite a they're bit of investment. Two, they're at two ten, and uh, five years ago they were at forty two. Yeah, it's not bad. I so mean, it's been a it's pretty steady good. climb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Steady climb. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Um, but yeah, so there you go. That's interesting. Um, I was we watched a fun auction on Rad for Sale yesterday. That Nissan Maximo was pretty fun one to watch. Yeah, yeah no, I was so stoked to see that thing move because it was kind of hovering at thirty three hundred bucks for most of the week. Yeah, and uh, it's such a rad car because I really cannot remember seeing another one a manual uh, first gen Maxima. I mean, it's like. Yeah. I, I, I just can't remember seeing one. They're so rare. Yeah. yeah. And then with original weird. paint and 48,000 miles or whatever I had, like, um, I'm probably the nicest one. I was watching it with my wife. I was like, we, I'm watching, you know, like, and, and she's like, what would you pay for that? I'm like, I don't know. Like, I feel like it's one of those cars you could just pay. Like I would have, I am like maybe like seven K or something. Like, I'm like, if I had the money right now, I would honestly, I hate saying honestly, but I would, I would probably just Be buy honest, that Lane. thing drive it around as my daily for eight months and then sell it again on rad for sale, you know? Yeah, like, for sure. I, totally. It's, 
it, it's such a cool car. And you can't lose out either, too, because like it, the mileage yeah. is low enough that, you, you know, you add, yeah. let's say, even 10,000 miles on it. It's it doesn't really yeah. make that much of a even difference. Even if it right? has 60, right? Yeah. It's like whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's still going to be uh, between yeah six to, to eight grand or something like that. I mean, and this mm-hmm. is us really establishing that market, too, because it's like they as you said, they don't really exist anywhere. So we don't know what they're really worth. Right. But like um, I think, you know, it was it was definitely um a, a well-sold car and it was a it was a good buy it was a fair deal all around right 6400 is that what it went for yeah yep. um because yep. it wasn't a perfect car right like it did have like it did have a little bit of um not damage i mean it, it just had like well, let's talk about that for a second because it had the warped plastic bumpers yeah like yeah. the the bumper cover was warped yeah. on the top and that's a that's a factory color you know painted item and stuff i don't really know how you avoid that that's well, a really hard thing to overcome. So this, oh, well, this one actually did get like, you can tell it had been tapped. So like if you look at the trim and so the paint had spider webbed right there. And so okay. it wasn't, it was more of like a waviness to right. it. that seemed just like sun exposure. Which does I happen. Mean, yeah. Which does happen. Right. Yeah. Like, but in this case it did have like, you know, it was, it looked like a parking lot kind of thing, you know, um, you know, obviously nothing right. on the, you know, they had a clean title and there was no structural damage anywhere, at least visible. Um, but like, so little things like that, you know, they, you know, they add up, but like if it was absolutely pristine, I mean, I think, you know, maybe closer to 10 or low teens would, would, is, is, is definitely not out of the question. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Lane, Lane would probably know. I think it's more, uh, it, you can't really avoid shit like that because it's like sun probably that does that, right? Like expanding yeah, and contracting. I mean, look at, look at like Porsche 928s, dude. They, they get like that, the, the plastic bumpers and, uh, even R- 959s, dude. Oh, 959. Yeah, RX-7s. 959s yeah. are really bad. The front gets so super wavy. Dang. Yeah. And and yeah, well, you'll see brand you new restored ones by Canepa, and they still have the waviness in the front end. Yeah. Right. It's almost like you would have to build some kind of structural part behind it, right? Like a little, yeah. like a metal bar that like... Yeah, you would, you would get a metal bar, you would like bond it to the back and then that way you could go and you could bend the bar you shape to it shape the bumper it. back to perfect yeah 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 it's one of those things it's such a minor thing though otherwise that car was so so complete and original and yeah yeah and i do agree with lane it's such a it's a good buy for someone that's you know just gonna use it for a little while and even if you feel like selling it you'll, you won't get hurt yeah mm-hmm. i've i personally have never seen a manual um you know anywhere uh, i i my dad had one back in the day and I, it was probably like he bought it used like in 92 or something like that. And, uh, it was the same exact car, but it was an automatic, um, all, and it was not, I mean, color combination was different. It was a white car with a Navy interior. Uh, but like as a kid, I remember loving the stereo, you know, cause it has the equalizer and like, you know, all the knobs, it feels super nice. Like those, those have like a very positive, like really nice, like feel to all the buttons and all the switch gear and the, the knobs themselves have like a really, you know, just like little details like that yeah. that you remember, you know, they don't feel like cheap. They're, they're like very overbuilt. Um, and, and I would have to say that, that, that Maxima is definitely in my top 15 Maximas. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw that comment. <laughs> that was it's, the best comment yeah. ever, dude. Uh, although like, I, uh, yeah. I gotta say I, though, I get, there's like over. two good Maximas. So. <laughs> I know, right? This one and the four. What is it? The four door yeah, SC. Yeah, four door SC. Yeah. yeah. So the, the maybe thing, the color was what he was referring to as well. You know, like mm. he was getting really specific. Oh, the know. color combo or something. And having a manual yeah. as opposed well, to manual, not having right. a manual. So you're, then you're like that's one, two, two cars. 
Yeah. yeah, and then you have like a different color, so that's a black third. is number one. Yep. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maxima enthusiast. Uh, so the other thing I didn't mention, my dad's had the digital cluster, which was super rad. Like, oh, uh, nice. The, yeah, they're 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 really really like of the era. If you if you see them now, they're I actually really like them. I, I you know. I, Maybe even in the early 90s, I, I probably thought it wasn't that great. Like, you know, like, because at that point it felt maybe a little dated, but now I, yeah. I like, I, I think it's super cool. That's a good call, actually. Yeah, the digital cluster. That, that's my top five maximum. Top five. Just not even in the top three, huh? Just. <laughs> that's so funny, dude. I saw a maximum the other day. It's like a early 2000s or maybe like, yeah, mid 2000s. Um, ugly ass design, but they have that center sunroof. It's oh a, yeah, those it, ugly, it just goes yeah. down the center. That's of the like roof. late two thousands, right? Is it okay? I, like two thousand nine or something? Because that's yeah, yeah. That sounds right, but um, kind yeah. of a cool idea. It's I don't know. So weird. Ooh. It's like yeah, it's a sunroof. The it's a big long narrow Strip in rectangle. The yeah, yeah, and it's very arched. Mm -hmm. uh, so, anyways, yeah. It's an interesting uh, look, dude. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> That's a good That's way a to put one. it. Didn't catch on. It didn't catch on. I'll just yeah. say that. Because those early 2000s Maximas weren't horrible looking. They had the big, I don't know if you guys remember, the one thing in those. The back uh, end, the trunk was weird. The trunk was a little strange, but they had those blacked out like taillight surrounds. And then it had, they had the big side um, marker lights. That were like a big banana shape. Mm. I don't know if you. That's what, what I always remember about? about those. Like a, like a 2002 2000? or 2001 or something like that. Maxima. They weren't horrible looking though. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But uh, like those were pretty decent. They just yeah. like the yeah. build quality wasn't there. Where I thought I think the four door SC ones were actually built really well. I remember these have terrible fucking taillights. Oh my god. Which ones? That is a. They're oh, kind of the rounded. Oh, the ones two maximum. Yeah. It's got the Alteza style. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, those are yeah. Chrome. So yeah, those are yeah, those are weird. They looks look like, like they have a, box. Like a Japanese Taurus. It's like a bunch of jewels in there or something, like little <laughs> different gems or something. It's like yeah, <laughs> yeah it's super weird. I think they run the jewels. I'm glad like taillights are. I feel like they're getting a little more simple again, and that's a good thing, you know. Yeah, for and, sure. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Bubbled out taillights are probably my least favorite, where they like Extend. bubble out from yeah. the body. Highlander, yeah. And you're Highlander like, oh, style. so you just want that to get hit because everyone's gonna get hit, like especially Dude, these yeah. big SUVs. Uh, speaking of hitting taillights and things, um, how about that uh, that Range Rover Classic that's on Rad for sale now? Did you, it's got the little oh, what, yeah. what do you call those Safari grills? Wham brush guard, brush, brush, brush guard. <laughs> I just made that up right yeah, now. Yeah. Dude, that thing is so dope, dude. Manual cool. five speed with a with a, like a, a, a hopped up motor. It's got the three point five V eight, but it's actually a little souped up. And it, I mean, they, it's a fresh rebuild. Edelbrock it's got, intake. It's got the Edelbrock intake, but it's got a cam like uh, you know. But dude, a two door two door manual. Two door yeah, manual. Awesome. Range Rover Classic. Yeah, yeah. It, it's and it looks so nice. Good. Besides the little body damage on the rear, like they ran over a. A rock or something. Maybe it was being put to good use. That. Yeah, we 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 hope so, right? Hopefully not a shopping cart or something. I um, love that it's a Spanish market car. It yeah. just has something about those those European uh, Range Rovers just have a certain look. Maybe it's just a license plate on it, but yeah, I, yeah, I really like cool. it. The only thing I would want is uh they they did have some really cool cloth interiors back in the day and that oh, would, oh yeah that yeah. would be super cool yeah this interior is, um, is brand new basically they they went yeah. through and reupholstered everything has new door cards they put new carpeting in it and they also 
which is pretty wild, um, you know, because it has a frame off kind of, it's not, they're calling it like a mechanical restoration, right? Because they didn't, they left the body stock uh, or they didn't like re- repaint it or anything, but um, they removed the dash and installed an air conditioned dash because like they has different vents apparently. Um, so, and they put an AC, they retrofitted AC in this car for the client uh, that, that, um, that originally imported the car. Um, so like very extensive, but super well done. Like I, I love that, you know, they, the, they stated that all electrics work and I'm like, yeah, I was like, yeah. shit, like, should I really include this in you the listing? To, you know, dude. like, and it's like, oh, but, yeah. uh, but, cause this is an, a British Owner states, uh, all electronics yeah, work. British car in quotation marks. Right. Even though it's a Spanish market part, but, um, yeah, it's like turnkey for sure though. Right. Like it's, it's so yeah. cool. I, I yeah, it's super rad. I, yeah. That's such a good look. I mean, that'd be a great good. car. Good That'd patina. Be a great coffee shop car. For yeah, sure. and it's like, it's and awesome. it's just like a PDR away from being like pretty perfect in terms of the body goes. Like it's got a few little dings. Um, aluminum body on these things, so I don't know if it makes it trickier. Oh but, yeah. Um, well, that rear quarter is the only part. Yeah, it's, but I feel like you could pound that out. Yeah, looks great. Um, yeah, I'm also I can't wait to see what this Kawasaki Ninja does by the time this podcast comes out. I think you'll have a day left to look at it. But okay. uh, 1985 ninja zx 900 which is the top gun bike if and, dwa uh, or rad for sale or radwood had like a nice office this would be like this oh, would be a rad centerpiece totally on, like a, really a little good pedestal call. in the middle of the office or something that's a really good call you, with cool, the top dude. gun poster behind it would you, you put yeah, the stickers you on it your, you hang like shirts on it and stuff on the dude i love the grips i don't know if those are a new thing but i love that they just say super bike i know i looked actually i did research on that and i those are new old stock Japanese. Oh, I mean, cool. you can get them from period still, but uh, they don't make them anymore. It so. seems like I remember on my Mongoose BMX bike back in the day, they, I would get these grips and they said BMX all over them. And it reminds yeah, me, yeah. Of, you know, it's like that. It's so cool. Totally. Um, hey, dude, oh, the um, new Subaru, Subaru FRS was launched, what, yesterday, I guess, or the GR86. You know, we saw the BRZ a few months yeah. ago. And then, yeah. What's up? The, yeah, it's the GR86, they're calling it now. Yeah. Toyota. Yeah. 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 yeah, and so yeah, when you mentioned actually speaking of headlights and taillights, they did a great job on keeping them clean and understated and tight to the body Dude. and not ridiculous shit. And the like, front <laughs> grill and the front like in like, I feel like they like learned their lesson from the Supra and they're like, ah, eh, let's not do that again. Let's just like tighten everything up. It's so refreshingly simple. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it, yeah. I, that's actually the funny thing is that I've seen from commentary on different posts. You know, it's kind of been all over Instagram and stuff. Like there, there's like the people on that camp, which I'm totally on board as well. Like it, yeah. I love how it's clean, understated, and then other people are like, "Oh, it's so boring," and like you know, it's it's so fl- like bland and bland. <laughs> so good. It's like yeah. it's like Aston Martin-ish before Aston Martin got all crazy. But you know, it's like the Jaguar. It looks more like a Jaguar, whatever it's called. Uh, oh, the X-type? F-type. Uh, X-type. F- F-type. <laughs> um, but I think design might be going this way a little bit. It's going either two directions, right? It's going Civic Type uh, Civic type R. Yeah. Or it's going this way, like that little Honda um, City car, the little electronic car. Oh, like the this. E? It's very, think, yeah, which it's very tight yeah. and simple. And then you have the new, the 400Z um, mm-hmm. Nissan is very simple and kind of timeless yeah. looking like yeah. this. And... Uh, so God, maybe maybe we're getting so lucky. Bad. Maybe design's getting a little, you know, like a little more surfacing and stuff like that. And reserved. I, yeah, and then you have BMW, you know, the new BMW three series, which is like the the least offensive thing to me on that car is now the grill, really. 
it's the rest of the car is so poorly executed. <laughs> the design There's is no so styling. poor. It is so yeah. sad. Like yeah. the rear is just like so blah. Yeah. Like, Honda Accord, but not a good Honda Accord. Like the worst. You know the the 2007 Honda Accord or whatever that awful. Yeah. You know the the really blah ones. And um, those intakes on the hood, those reverse. Oh, that's the worst part. Those like snorkels. Yeah. Yeah, the no, rear quarter no, no. is that. Yeah, as you said, it's so fucking the weird. It's like horrible. a, it's like this, it's like flab, just like it's like Dude. so slabby and gross yeah. and like, and it, nothing blends together. It's just and the surfacing is so boring on the side. It's it doesn't have any like, no, uh, oh man, it looks Dude, cheap. This, yeah, uh, I, I was I'm trying to find um better pictures of or not better but pictures of the GR86 in a different color other than. Red, because I want to see what I don't it think looks it exists like. yet. It's oh, here I found a white is, rendering. White looks good. Um, I wonder what color I would want one in. Um, like yeah, but I'm definitely stoked on it though. I, I prefer it over the BRZ for sure. Yeah, I do too. Way better. It's like it's just less fussy. I read. Yeah, like, it's funny. They oh sorry, good. Oh, I was gonna. They just gonna. I was gonna say they had a picture side by side of the first FRS and then the last of the first gen, mm -hmm. and then how the styling changed yeah. and it got way more fussy <laughs> so it's like we might be seeing the first clean version and I then know. as it goes on they're going to add like a lip here and a you know fender vent there and, and then by the end of it uh, end of this run it's going to be all busy again you yeah. know it's funny how that goes Dude, yeah and if they do yeah. an sti model they have to add lips and gurney flaps and wings spoilers and, and all splitters and yeah, yeah. 50% yep. increase in torsional rigidity. That's that's awesome. Dang. Uh, that's insane. And, yeah. dude, 232 horsepower. That's good for like, 20, dude, that 2,800 number pounds. feels pretty good, yeah. And it's, is it turbo or no? No. no. But 2,800 okay. pounds, that's good. That's, uh, that's so, great. I'm trying to find it. I, like, someone, again, you know, just kind of scrolling through shit, someone commented that the, the Toyota version has a lower compression engine, but it has more horsepower. I, I, I'm trying to find that info, oh. but which is weird. Oh, yeah, so, was the – I did – I did remember. Wasn't the Subaru only like two twenty or something like that? Maybe. Maybe. No, and the, the, here's the weird thing, though: is lower compression. You start thinking forced induction, right? So I don't know if the, yeah. <laughs> I know that they supposedly are sticking to their guns and not doing that, but um, that's the first thing that comes to mind, right? Well, Camisa did a whole video on how they couldn't add one or something, but yeah, I don't know. Main specifications. It's still really high. Fucking hell! Four, Twelve point five to one compression. Um, yeah, that's high. Yeah, I guess because of uh, direct injection, they can pull that off. Well, it also, they revved to what, like 7,200 or something? 74. Yeah. Uh, peak horsepower at 7,000. What's the torque? Uh, 250 foot. Oh, wait a minute. What the hell is this? Is in no. Oh, no, this is in Newton meters. I'm all confused now. Yeah. Uh, no, here we go. Uh, that would be like 184. Engine. 184 foot pounds. Okay, good. Yeah. Dude, it sounds great. I mean, I, it I think really it really does. I mean, even the last ones, they're, they're maybe a little, you could say it's like maybe a little too slow car fast for a new car, but I feel like this like fixes that. It's yeah. Really good. I wonder what, yeah, they probably fucked with the gearing too and all that. I still haven't read up on it, but, um, yeah. but yeah, it's, it's interesting to see this stuff coming out, man. I'm curious to see what the 400 Z is like and all that too. Like, I mean, it, it, I imagine it's a little more on the GT side, obviously compared to this, right? Like. Yeah, and it's a but, twin turbo, yeah. manual transmission, six speed, right? Yeah, um, that thing is pretty appealing. Four hundred Z weight. We, we don't know. Uh, we don't have a price point on that thing yet, right? No. Um, four hundred Z weight, thirty two hundred pounds. There's. So I haven't heard. Hmm. It's weird. I'm looking at Carmax right now for. 
FRSs and there's none. Carvana has only five or something. Wow. Yeah. They're all on Craigslist with a salvage title. I, I was going to say, maybe they just don't deal with them. I don't know what your Hushy Pushies is, but Bill Middleton has like the newer one with the short gear ratios. His is too. And, yeah. Oh, his is too? And yeah. I, I, like supposedly that made, made a huge difference with those cars. Yeah, he's, it's the different final drive. And remember the Saks yep. dampers? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when you get the sport package, right? Yeah, whatever the package. That's called so weird, dude. I'm looking for an FRS, and there are none on Carmax, which I is Ooh, so crazy. Strange. A lot of times when you look, half of them are salvaged. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's crazy. Strange, strange stuff. Dang, I didn't even look at any of the questions. Uh, I think it's time for questions. Let's do it. Are they? Let's see. What do you say? Let's do yeah. it. What do you say? What's the qu- uh, what's the question uh, song, Wham? <laughs> I know. Questions, 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 questions. It kind of feels like we need one since we do this show in segments now. Yeah, well, I, I nominate you guys to do the questions. All song. right, Warren, it's your job. <laughs> I said I nominate you guys. I just said it's your job. You nominate right, me Reed. to tell you it's your job. Uh, Bobby Reed with the cars says, "Why have side mirrors on modern cars gotten so big?" feel like the added visibility of what's behind the driver is negated by not being able to see what's at the front corners. This is very true. It's government here, mandated. Here. But I don't I, know why, but it's it's the government mandates a certain size, and it's crazy. Well, I think there's something going on with, um, like, GM uses their the uh, side mirrors for different size cars. And if you look at a new Buick Encore, and you guys know the Encore, right? Of course, you yeah, love them. Beautiful. Oh yeah, big big fans. It's, it's, it's a work of art. Yeah. The side view mirror. Wait, to that's body, a Buick. Exactly. What? Side view mirror to body size ratio is absurd. Yeah. Buick Encore. Look it up. It's yeah. ridiculous. If you see them in person, it does not make any sense. So I think what they're doing is they're just using from their other models. They must just use the same mirror. You know, Chevy tracks, of course, yeah. which you guys love. Those are beautiful. This and could that, be the case, uh, but it is a government thing. So I like when the uh, 997.2 came out, they were mandated to have way bigger mirrors. And those things got these huge, just giant version of the 0.1 mirrors. And when I worked in, in the biz and we would call them, um, we would just call them elephant ears because they were so big, dude. They, mm. they increased by like 35% over the year before. Um, okay. And that was part of that 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 whatever mandation you know that came through mandation, uh, mandation. my appreciation mandation <laughs> of the i want to show the nation my mandation <laughs> but yeah it's mandation. uh they, they're pretty ridiculous and it does it does make it and then along with like thick a pillars which obviously are for safety yeah and and thick c pillars and everything else it, it does and high belt lines yeah so it at some point cars we'll, like let's just make the car product. like it'll be a a, sh- a metal shell with screens yeah. on the inside that remember oh. like so there's we can no, make it no drive glass. itself yeah yeah there you go drive itself so why wouldn't a high-end manufacturer like a a uh, rolls-royce or a bentley use something much stronger like titanium in the a pillars Oh, titanium. Is it titanium? Is it necessary? <laughs> so, maybe that's well. Then you could go with a super thin A pillar, and it may be the same torsional strength. Oh, the rigidity would match these globby fucking pieces of shit. 
Yeah, I don't know. The Anyways, just think about word. it. Yeah. You don't have to answer it. Well, I don't know. It, does, doesn't titanium not have good like tensile strength? I don't know if torsion. Uh, it's actually it, substitute titanium it, for whatever fucking metal you think is strong. But what metal strong, is okay? this? Like mystery metal. That's the thing. Strong metal. Because they're All using right? strong, strong metal, metal already. That's what I said. And yeah, like what, Subaru double walls it, which makes it. I think extra the only strong. the only advantage would well, be that's with, what, like titanium could probably be lighter, but like I don't yeah. But I see what you mean. Like use a stronger metal is what you're saying, but that is thinner. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So diamond. Use a diamond a pillar. Strength. <laughs> strength. Why don't they just strength. use solid rebar? Oh, rebar. <laughs> and then you're all good, right? Yeah. With okay, some mat over it. Concrete. And some cinder blocks. <laughs> yeah. All right. Alex J eleven hundred says, What Radwood era car would you most want revived, similar to the Bronco or NSX? And what point would and what point would need to be hit for the revival to be a success? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so revival Radwood car that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. And there's some low hanging fruit here. 944. Oh, that that's a great one. I didn't even think about and that. And Porsche should build a front engine fucking FRS competitor or yeah, yeah, yeah. 86 competitor, but, right? It wouldn't be an eight, it would be it would higher be end, but yeah. higher end. So like a yeah. it'd probably be in Below the Cayman Boxster price, yeah, that's where it gets tricky, right? Because ten grand, like, yeah, yeah, that is where it gets tricky. And then yeah. you go, oh, but the the high end model is still going to be more than a base Cayman. Da, da, da. I know, but I know. different dynamics and stuff. That that would be awesome. Rear wheel drive, like a rear wheel drive GTI, essentially yeah, yeah. is mm-hmm. what we'd be um, looking for. RX seven and yeah. Mitsubishi three thousand GT would be a cool one if mm. Mitsubishi like made. Like a big, like a grand tour, like a cool grand tour. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Huh. Like a, a Jaguar F type competitor at a way lower price, basically. And make it rear wheel drive only, or do the all wheel drive as well? Yeah, you can do all wheel drive too. Yeah. So, I mean, like, that's what Mitsubishi yeah. is kind of like. They're all their great cars are all wheel drive. Kind of. I'm just gonna throw this out there, and I know there's going to be a lot of uh, question marks behind it. Is just mini truck. Mm, mini, oh, truck. mini Cooper yeah. truck, yeah, that's what you need. Mini <laughs> trucks, bring them back. Small, they already did, trucks. dude. You haven't seen the Ford Ranger and the Chevy Colorado, <laughs> oh, yeah. the size of an F one fifty, fucking yeah. from Radwood. Yeah, same, same, same. Bigger um, than a Radwood F one fifty. I know. Uh, it could even be a front wheel drive truck. I know that's blasphemy, but uh, Volkswagen Caddy in the house. New Ridgeline's and, uh, not. It's kind of decent looking. New Ridge Line's very good looking. Yeah, like they they made it a little more truck like. Yeah, and, but it's not um, a it's not a mini in, in any way. It's a full size, almost full size. It's not a right? full size truck, dude. It's Tacoma size, right? Ranger size. I don't know. Is it's it? based on a Pilot, so it's it's. I don't know. Uh, basic I, size. I, I, yeah. Yeah. But it's all wheel drive, right? Or but I'm saying make drive. a make a Honda truck based on the Honda Fit. <laughs> or so like what, that a K truck. No, it's not a K truck. It's a fucking mini truck. It's the same size as yeah, a goddamn yeah. mini truck. But you're barking up a you're barking up that tree of like Hey, 
I said there'd be questions. I didn't say it'd be an easy answer. <laughs> well, the, the whole thing is like people uh, want more for their money, right? Like that's yes, kind of the general. Yes, and, 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 I it, fucking get so it. Okay? You're building a ten thousand dollar truck that that is like not. I get it. So well, but the, the, it. the second question is what needs to happen to make it a success? And like what what in yeah. this case, I don't know if that would be right. Like, cause it's like the the at least in this market, people want bigger, wider taller for their trucks right they want more cargo capacity i mean not that that's all we want like i know like especially your mighty max situation like you want something like that that's modern and reliable that you can use to drive around town and haul smaller shit you but we're also not buying need. new trucks we're we're driving old mitsubishi mighty maxes exactly 1995 but would would wham I mean, buy a new mitsubishi mighty max is what, what i'm asking people so. want to spend yeah they want to spend seventy thousand dollars on a truck and it has you know cooled cup holders and yeah. They want a TRX. They don't want that. They want Wi-Fi and jumping over boulders and shit. But um, if it was a Honda Fit extra cab truck and it got 40 miles per gallon, Mm -hmm. I think we have something there. You'd sell like 10 of them. It'd be awesome. (laughs) Yeah. And and it would be cool to see for sure. People could commute in them. We'd have a round cat racing build lumber racks for them. Mm -hmm. And um, it could be a thing. Yeah. All right. Do you have any others on this list? Nah. You I know. Is there any like cool sedans that that we need to come back or? Dotson five ten. Dotson five ten. That's a good one. What Radwood era? Oh, uh, yeah, I shit. Radwood era. You idiot. Word. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Um, yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's not, I mean, it's there's not like yeah. I mean, you could do CRX, like a cool, like fun two seater sporty sporty thing from Honda would be cool. Um. I, I was yeah, gonna like say, the like the the little hybrid thing they did, but yeah, like a a lightweight non hybrid version of that with a high revving motor would be cool. Um, or even a fun modern turbo like that that's more more sporty than that would be cool. Yeah, like how about MR MR two? I mean, I know we had an FR or a MRS, but um, kind of bringing back like a real yeah, a little mid engine thing. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, cool. so that's but that's Toyota. They have the FRS, right? Right, right. But, yeah, so but that's where it that gets weird because you're happen. like, also the Celica could be cool too, but and then you have the FRS. So that yeah, that's is I, the Celica. Yeah. Oh, I know one. I know one. Bring back the Supra. Oh, Supra. <laughs> <laughs> like a real that's fucking a good Supra. Call, dude. Yeah. God damn it. Um, uh, I I think RX-7 needs to come back, but I, I don't know if the Wankel is the way to go, you know? No, probably not. Wankel. Electric. RX seven, mm, no. RX seventy. The RX seven uh, was always so cool because it was it was or at least not always, but the last gen was all about having the lightest, you know, most like focused sports little sports car, and I think yeah. that's a that's a cool way to go. Where the RX eight was like, oh, we're gonna add a three a third door and make it weird looking, so they kind of no. like strayed away from what what they had done. Yeah, that previous. was. A re- that's a really weird idea for yeah. them. It's like make this thing more family oriented. I think they something. thought they would just sell more because it was more practical. You know, they were trying to sell practicality. That's true, actually. It's like, oh, the RX-7 owners have graduated now to a family car, mm-hmm. and they need they need practicality. So let's yeah. give them that and make this weird shape. And yeah, uh, yeah those are funny, funny cars. Uh, Big Fat Flip says. Have been really enjoying working on the Integra over the RS due to ease and simplicity. Will we feel the same way working on today's modern cars 20 years from now? Dead touch screens, complicated ECUs, 
obsolete driveline components, etc., when fully autonomous electric vehicles are the new norm. So will it feel easier to work on modern cars from today when autonomous cars are the new norm? Are, are they going to be the new norm? I say nay, but I, I think that, um, don't you guys think that like a new, a newer electric car would be probably easier to work on? Probably simpler. Like, yeah. Yeah. Simpler than like a 2015 BMW seven, seven six series, series or, or yeah totally yeah because yeah, the whole concept of like they're moving forward towards modular, modular exactly yeah so it's it's simpler plug like kind of removable and, and interchangeable parts and stuff right so yeah, mm-hmm. yeah putting a yeah. new motor and a screen in is way easier than like and cars that electronic air conditioners and all that stuff it's all kind of a simpler thing, yeah right it's all plug and play agree uh, Mr. Mr. B. Phelps says, whose project car would win in a three-lap race around the nearest track? Consider both the car and the driver. Well, Art's <laughs> so, obviously he has he has a uh, Arcon or he has two hundred treadwear tires, dude. But I think your car is faster, Lane. Mm. I think your nine forty four is a quicker car than our E thirties. Maybe uh, they're pretty uh, close, dude. Yeah, pretty close. Yeah, yeah. They're all like think, all our cars are pretty like. Mine would be last because it's similar. the most tired and shitty. Tired and tires. <laughs> tired and, and tires. And then, and then I, th- I think Elaine's would be the quickest around a track. But uh, uh, the closest track to us is a dirt oval. So does Ooh. that count? Oh, it's the closest track. I might win. You would win. You have the best tires for I it. I might win with my old. Or would just tires. fly right off the corner, first corner. <laughs> no, it'd be, it'd be <laughs> good, dude. Be good. It's a clay track. <laughs> it's a, cl- yeah. it's a clay track. You have a lot of clay. Uh, yeah, you, you should experience. see the tires that people run up uh, Pipes Peak in the when it used to be dirt. Um, tire not stickers. Super treaded. Tire stickers, oh, tire stickers would make them fall, fly. Oh off. yeah, tire yeah. stickers. Yeah. Uh, what oh, I do want to do is, so um, I would, I would love to, like, if we do have our own autocross, I would love to drive each other's cars and see if we can beat our times Ooh. in our own cars. You know, like, so, so you yeah. set a time in your car lane, and I jump in your car and try to be your time, but and yeah. then kind of do the same thing all around. That would be fun. Yeah. That would be really fun. Yeah. Um, speaking of tire stickers, uh, Brickyard Garage is asking if Art's going to give his E30 some Stance Nation camber to preserve those tire stickers. Oh, that's a good call. Just to keep them, it's a, it's, a, it's fashionable. I'm guessing in the camber world, huh? You just you try to avoid running over them to to keep them on there. Yeah, it's like keeping the sticker on your hat. <laughs> oh yeah, or the the tags <laughs> oh, or something. God, is that still a thing people Flex do? Fit. It's so, so stupid. Yeah. Take the sticker off your hat. Ding dongs. Uh, Average Enthusiast says, I'm healing up from a right arm injury and can't shift a manual for a while. What is a decent enthusiast car with an automatic that can be had for about 10000 bucks? I'm thinking NC Miata? Uh, that's not Question bad. mark? With an auto. I know, auto. so I don't know if they're there. I bet you can get one, but judging by our last, they're hard to find. But um, a BRZ RFRS. I've heard they have pretty good automatic transmissions. Yeah, the, I've heard and the same. I'm guessing the automatics are not as sought after. So, I think ten grand will get you there. Yeah. These fucking mystery ten grand FRSs you keep talking about. I I'm calling shenanigans. Salvage title. I've never seen one. So salvage title, dude. So um, salvage title with like fucking like broken shit and a 2014 mm. FRS. Here's a a, 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 a one one that might surprise y'alls. Um, the Steptronic and an E36 M3 is actually surprisingly good. Uh, uh. That's that's a, a pretty decent choice, and you'll definitely be able to find one in that price range because automatics are cheaper. 
Steptronic, can we agree that that's an awful name? It's pretty terrible. uh, Tim Buckland used to track his. It was his originally his wife's car, uh, and he had an E36 M3 with it with auto, and he just like took it on the track multiple times and like it's one of those things where it's tuned to, to to actually be driven like more sporty and harder so the faster and harder you drive it the the it'll hold gears it'll downshift for you like better and everything so it's 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 tuned pretty well for sporty driving versus just like you know everyday stuff so here's one at a dealer f 2013 frs 95,000 miles um automatic for 11.5 so assume you can get it for 10 there you go there you go. 11.5 and it uh 11.5 is in the has a blue dash and like trim around the oh, fence oh, and yeah. stuff. Underglow? That is horrible. Huh. Um yeah, so it's it's out there automatic. Oh. Automatical. Nice. Yeah, I think a lot of if torque converter transmissions aren't horrible, you know, if you're just like I'm guessing, I think the Steptronic's just a straight up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I mean the ZF8 speed is kind of the standard also these days for, yeah. for a good automatic. I mean, I I don't know what the oldest car you can get with that is, but um, those are great. Yeah, SF Production Gabe, what's up, Gabe? Says which modern rear wheel drive four door sedan would you most like to see available with a manual option? Uh, C63 AMG. Yes. Mm, great. And especially after talking to the guys at Everyday Driver and they have that SLK um, and saying how great the transmission feels, the actual shifter feel and linkage um, was so engaging from the Mercedes that it seems like a crime that they don't make more manual transmission cars. So that would be really cool. Yeah. Um, so what about the, like it's modern, I don't know if it means like, brand new modern or like because um no no my mind went to uh lexus gsf like is that is that too big is that like what do you think would it be more fun as a manual it's a fun car dude the I new what's be. the new one they just came out with that would be so awesome the black the whatever the what no that's the that's a manual um no the no, they don't, black no. wing is what i was thinking of but what are you talking about no they don't offer lexus. a manual that new lexus it's a gsf right or gs oh the new something. uh the new ls 500 the, the uh, new- f package or whatever it's called yeah it has yeah. the nav8 and everything but it's in the small small uh, sedan so it's yeah and that doesn't that, i think that's my choice that, that thing's rad and if it had a manual that'd be so good yep i like that because it's like a high revving v8 too so yeah, I feel what like the a heck manual would feel really good in that. i can't remember what it's called yeah the ls500 is the big one what the heck? yeah but i know yeah. what you're talking about it is a cool, but remember really it, cool came, it was launched like three months ago or something totally yeah it's a rad car the it's it's yeah. an f it's the f sport but the not not full f right <laughs> whatever I, I that know. is i thought it was the full i don't even know no it's like an m package it's, like type it's of deal, a three right? series dude what the it's heck the is the new it three called? series but it has a v8 everyone's yelling at their phone at their phone or their things right now it's the IS500 F-Sport Performance. There we go. That's Great cool. name. Yep. <laughs> uh, Kyle JF90 says, what is the least reliable car that would that you'd love to own? Lotus Esprit Turbo. Ooh, ah. That's a good one. I'm going to say uh, CL65 AMG. Oh, those are cool. Mm. Yeah. And uh, pretty much any version of the CL65 is a scary proposition. And you can get them for twenty grand. <laughs> they were one hundred and fifty thousand dollars new, um, and everything is expensive and 
hard to uh, deal with. So I love them very much, and I'm terrified to own one. But uh, maybe I'll get the courage someday. Yeah. I'd take like a Bentley Turbo R or something. Yeah. Same same idea, but I think that's easier. It's actually, actually more better. straightforward. Because it has yeah. less like uh, technology, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, more archaic too, because that motor is so old. Just an old Buick V8, basically, and mm. yeah. Six and three quarters, right? Uh, two dozen, six half dozen, one the other. Is yeah, that exactly. Six and a half. They're left down the cornfields, and then. Wrong and then man. they have to they have to be able to drive with chicken eggs mm-hmm. and out cracking them. Yep. That's something too, right? Uh, <laughs> uh let's see. We've got time for one more here. Uh Ryan Derby says, which is a better Radwood era perfect? Which is better Radwood era perfect? Too pretty to drive or imperfect do anything? <laughs> Uh, Ryan Darby, are you drinking? What's going on here? (laughs) He's Uh, saying, do you want the perfect car with like zero miles on it? Or do you want an imperfect car that you can drive the show out of? Well, I'll just read it as he wrote it. Which is better, Radwood era, perfect, too pretty to drive, or imperfect, do anything daily? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, Uh, Well, god dang it. I do not, I do know, like, see... I think I, th- I think this. Are you writing it? Like I, I think this bad last question. We go to Ben Rogit question. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, it's gotta be not perfect. But we all like drivers. We we like, yeah, we like drivers. Yeah. We want to be fine. nice, yeah. but but uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think I would err on the side of perfect. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean it's totally. It's like we all like our. We maintain our cars well. We keep them in good shape, in good nick, right? But we drive them hard, and we we drive them hard, and we maintain them hard. Dude, How's I'll take went? a perfect car, and just if it's given to me, I'd take the perfect car, and I'll just like kind of like I'll make it have some patina. Right. It, but also, let's not use a good nick as much as possible. Uh, let's not. But what if you're driving on the tarmac and you know and something? That's true. Yeah. So, but here's the thing. I think we always we've always said this. There's like two key things that we've said always it's we try to buy the nicest car we can right like whatever model it is you try to buy the nicest version of whatever it is that you can afford and then also Mm -hmm. mileage is less important if 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 the purpose is to enjoy and drive it it's it's condition and history are more important so um those are the two kind of uh what our mottos or whatever (laughs) or mantras creeds credos all right you want ben rogat you got it What's the weirdest piece of cargo you've ever had to move with your vehicle? Ooh. I thought Wham had some good stories here with the uh, Mighty Max, maybe. <laughs> I mean, Mighty Max doesn't really count because it's just like, obviously, it's going to be dump run stuff, but nothing weird per se. Um, I mean, putting that that engine, the Vanagon engine, in the back of my station wagon was a kind of a weird call, I think, on my part. Um, but I don't know. Maybe some other people have some. Yeah, I have a really gnarly, morbid one. But so this is as close because I, I personally haven't moved or carried anything super weird, at, crazy out of the ordinary. But I was driving with my uncle. And I think I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but we're in my, my uncle's F-150. This is probably in the late 90s. And we're up in the mountains here. And someone in front of us hit a deer. And my uncle. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> the deer was dead. And he's like, oh food and my uncle 
had me help him and put it in the back of the F-150 and we drove it home. My uncle's a butcher, by the way. And uh, we had some venison. Um uh-huh. Yeah, nice. and uh-huh. and he is a hunter and all that shit, so he knows what to look for when it comes to deer. And apparently, this one was a good one. So he, instead of letting so it go to waste, low mileage or it was a, a clean title. Even with the hit, it was a clean title. It wasn't fully salvaged, so <laughs> it uh, wasn't salvaged. No. I thought you were gonna tell like the the Chris Farley, David Spade, whatever that movie is, where they get the deer. Oh, they, and they like, put it in their car, and all of a sudden it wakes up, wakes and up. It starts ripping the top <laughs> off. Yeah, that's the best. <laughs> it starts driving uh, the car. Yeah, no. I I haven't. I don't think I've carried anything that strange besides my children. Um, They're weird as hell. But in the Volvo, I did. I had to pick up the roll cage for our 944 race car in San Diego. I had a Volvo 850 turbo wagon, and uh, that was like a, a feat. Let's say, like yeah. that was the hardest thing I've had to fit. Wait, I'm in sorry. What did you pick up? A uh, roll cage for the 944. Oh right. In the Volvo, and it yeah. it basically compromised all of our seating positions. All the way home from San Diego, and there was three of us in the car. <laughs> That's oh man, talk about contortionists. And if we got in an accident, we would like all be dead by roll oh. bars hitting us in the head, dude. Seriously, <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. I love it. There's nothing wrong with that. It's normal safety third uh, because right. we wanted to save that hundred fifty dollars of shipping or whatever it was. <laughs> dude, it must have been way more than that. That's a so bulky we drove thing. all the way to San Diego. Yeah. And spent a hundred dollars on gas, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. or more, and food and all that. Yeah. All right. Um, trivia time. Hmm? Yeah. It's a lot like our question song. Um, we're talking about elephant seals today, boys. Ooh, I like elephant seals. Cool. Now, for the the listeners who aren't familiar with elephant seals, these are massive uh, marine mammals that live. In our area, just up the coast here, there's a place where they, they breed and hang out. And then south of Big Sur, same same deal. And they swim all over the place. So I have a couple uh, stats here that I'll quiz you guys on. I think Lane should go first. I feel like Art is more of a, um inquisitive mind. <laughs> when it goes, it comes to these things. All right. So they dive deeper uh, than any other seal. How deep have they recorded them diving? This is the, the the lowest depth. Lane, if you're researching it right now on your phone, <laughs> what are you doing? You're fucking fired. I'm playing with a lighter. Well, then answer the goddamn question. Uh, twenty feet. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> um. Shoot. Um. Six. 6,000 feet. Whoa. Dang. Um, I mean, that's a good guess. I'm going to say... Like you know. I mean, <laughs> I, I I know it's deep, it's deep as ice. It's deep as ice. Um, 4,500 feet. 4,500 feet. Would you be surprised to know that Lane nailed it exactly? 6,000 feet. Wow. wow. That's 6, wild. 6,000 feet down. Shit, that's deep. Inquisitive um, mind here. Yeah, inquisitive how mind. far do they? How many miles do they put on the old tires a year? This is how much swimming is mm. an elephant seal putting down on the the track. Look at Lane researching it. Look at him. <laughs> I know. I'm looking at my lighter again. <laughs> if, if they broke. Um, is that your vape lighter? What is that? Yeah, dude, it's my fucking. Like a futuristic lighter. lighter. What the fuck is that thing? 
it's a Pierre Cardon or something. Oh. <laughs> All right. How many miles a year do they swim? Is this like the rover question where you're like, two? Because <laughs> all I ever do is see them sitting on beaches. Exactly. So I don't know, dude. I don't think they move a lot. Uh-huh. Uh, but they have to migrate, maybe? Yeah, that's do my thing. Is, yeah, places? they probably go to, like, yeah. they probably go to the Arctic. And they go to Mexico or something. They, go, they come yeah, they up go here. Between, the northern elephant seals that we're talking about, they go from... Uh, no, like don't Alaska say it. to that, Baja. Yeah, that, that, you can't that say that. seals the deal. Well, no, I'm just saying that's their, that's their territory. No, I'm not saying one individual. Miles. Not one individual goes to all those places, but that's their their uh, zone. Yeah. So how many miles are we putting on the on the old fins? Yeah, the, the fins. Old, <laughs> yeah, on, the old flippers. The old flippers. The old blubber. Yeah. Blubber miles. Those guys don't look like they do a lot of swimming, really. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get an answer? Jesus Christ. Go for it, Lane. A year. I'm gonna say <laughs> 3,500 miles. 3,500 miles from Lane. I'm gonna guess uh, 16.5, Bob. 16,500. Yes. Is that your guess? I love how Warren asked like that, and then he's gonna say <laughs> well, 25,000. <000." laughs> <laughs> but Warren does that a lot. He's good at it. He yeah, goes, yeah, totally. 16,000? Yeah. You're crazy. Well, no, I like the discrepancy in the guesses here. You're at 3,500 yeah. and 16,000. Yeah, 16,500, uh, Bob. Yeah. 9,000 miles a year. Oh, interesting. So I'm gonna give that to Lane, I think. All right. I'll give that to Lane. Um, how long can these bitches hold their breath? Bitches oh, of Compton. Man, if they're going, if they're going six thousand feet down. Oh man, how long does that take? Also, this is the craziest thing to me about these these fucking uh, seals is that they're they're forty five hundred pounds and like fifteen feet long. They're yeah. massive, right? And they have to eat enough shit to get that big, and they're out there hunting like. In yeah. the open ocean, the dark nothingness, like, yeah, what good. is this magic that these things have? I know. And constantly, all they're doing is working out all day long, like swimming around. Yeah. I, mean, I know. The ones I see are definitely not working out. They're just chilling. No, that's the part where they, I think, I don't think they eat. Once they get on land, they don't eat for like months, months or something yeah. and they sense. lose all their fat. But anyways, uh, how long can these guys hold their breath? I, and I, I, I am, I know the answer to this one cause I'm inquisitive, uh, but no, it's because oh, I, I for you to get it wrong. I read the thing, uh, when I was down there yeah. earlier this year. So yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Remember that okay. I'm going to that... say, uh, 35 minutes, 35 minutes. I'm just kidding. Um, uh, hundred minutes. You're throwing a hundred minutes at me. <laughs> yeah, hour, what even is that? Hour, what even hour is that? 40? I remember. It, I remember it said a hundred minutes on the plaque at the hour, on the beach. Hour forty is what you're saying. Sure. We got we got we got two hours. Is uh, this? Uh, what damn? The plaque reporting. is wrong at uh, whatever that place is called. And <laughs> you still got it right. Cambria. You still got it right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. More than thirty five minutes. Um, by the way, their bitch ass cousins, the harbor seals, mm -hmm. can only hold their breath for an hour uh, and go no deeper than fifteen hundred feet. Weak. That's why they hang on harbors. Harbors aren't that dude. deep, dude. Totally. Um, all right. So these guys, um, you know, the males fight, and then they uh, get a harem of females. Yeah, all the ladies. How Up to how many females per one male will they uh, uh, They're stable? Attract? How many? How much are in their stable? How many are in their yeah. stable? Yeah. How many ruckuses this are in there? This is per 
per dude. Per dude. Okay. And this is uh, up to yeah. this number. Up, up to. to uh, <laughs> what did it say? 1500. Whoa. <laughs> 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 Holy shit. Guys, slaying. Dude, I'm just I'm just slaying. picturing like you go to the Matching. beach and it's pretty clearly delineated where which like it's like a group of females, one male and they try to stay apart, right? Like as soon as they get they have kind some of, chalk chalk lines. Yeah, as soon yeah. as they start getting some close, they, they they have this really cool like guttural like belch that they Bark Yeah, it's kinda. it's so cool. Yeah, it's 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 a very unique sound. Um I'm going to say yeah. 25, Bob. 25. 100 Whoa. females. Yeah, I'll give lot. that one to Art. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How many did you say? 1,500? 1,500. Um, they're describing their uh, cry as an asthmatic lion oh. or an old outboard motor, a gargling drain. Gargling strangling drain? Strangling a Pomeranian. Good, 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 good. Gargling drain yeah. is a good way, like a really wide pipe. It's like, gook, gook. Yep. If you go to my Instagram uh, viewology, I found I stumbled upon a male at Waddell Creek, and he was doing that thing where he yeah. sits back and and barks. And by the way, they're among the loudest of any land mammal. Ooh. Oh, wow. oh, it carries really far. That yeah. bass. Yeah. It's all about that bass. All right, that's it. No trouble. That's all I got for you. All right, oh, dude. Elephant seal. That was good. Car. Okay. Trivia. Yeah. Hey, dude. Miles. We talked about miles. We did oh, talk about right, miles, yeah. Right. Average cars, I think you're supposed to put 12,500 12, on the clock year, every year. Yeah. Yeah, elephant seals are 9,000. So are you driving more than an elephant seal? Ask yourself that. Mm. Mm-hmm. You should be. We should have a mark when it hits 9,000. You're like, ah, oh, I hit <laughs> elephant seal. <laughs> I made it to good. elephant seal. Yeah, that would be awesome. All right, the thing yeah. that blows my mind is the 6,000 feet and two hours That's wild, underwater. Yeah. It's just incredible and i think they have their skull has like um like kind of like a spongy membrane built into it that it holds oxygen mm. and it uh, releases yeah. it yeah, all the time it or, i mean how do you hold how, yeah and you then they're like, hunting that whole time humans like the the gnarliest human can hold their breath for like what three minutes or something i mean i don't know i don't no, know what it's way is. longer than that yeah is it yeah but that yeah we're definitely like, not brain adapted. damage definitely <laughs> kicks in at some point right right <laughs> Yeah. Could they even tell with you though, Lane? I, I mean, what about a? Yeah, I'm curious to see how they compare with like a sperm whale or something like that. You know, because they do the same thing. They dive. Oh, they dive even deeper, right? That's different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're they're on a whole different level. Um, I'm gonna look it up right now. Human holding their breath. I'm gonna look up sperm whale. Uh, let's do uh sperm whale Hold, breath. holding breath record. Survey says 24 minutes. Oh jeez, that person and three never seconds. woke up. <laughs> oh my god, 24 minutes. Dang, dude. Wow, that that's 54 they, seconds. That can't, how does that not cause brain damage, dude? By Tom getting... Segura. Holy Tom shit, Segura. no. <laughs> uh, it, their last name is Segura, but uh, f- it was 54 seconds longer than the previous best time, wow. which he also said 24 minutes and three seconds. Holy dude. shit. So the, the thing that's really fascinating to me is like, the amount of pressure, right, that you're at and at that depth. Like, yes. how do they how do they stay intact? Like, you know, they're I guess they're mostly blubber. I mean, well, they're muscle and they're there as well. But I mean, it's it's incredible how much pressure they're under, like, in, the, in that at that depth. So, dude, sperm whales kind of weak, bro. Uh, thousand meters and uh, ninety minutes. They hold their breath for ninety minutes. Um, yeah, dude, know, dude, good. Three thousand feet. So not as good as they're nowhere uh, near. Yeah, not as good yeah, as half, uh, half stuff. the distance and yeah. and half the. Like, yeah, enough. but I guess they don't have to because they're the whole thing is that it's where their prey lives, and so giant squid lives right in that thousand um, foot threshold or thousand meter threshold, which seems impossible to find. When you look out of the ocean, you're like, how are you going to go out there and find a squid? Like, 
Sperm it's whales just, are probably traveling at a faster pace, too. That's true. Yeah. And they have the echolocation, mm. so they can find ah, shit easier. Sonar. Yeah. All right, I need crazy, a pee. Crazy. All right, that's it. <laughs> and that's all. Thanks later. for joining us. We'll see you next time. All right, later, guys.